So, this is Pipe Drop episode 118. And 118 brings uh, Android tech YouTube legend to the podcast, baby. We got the man, the myth, Mr. Hyo Android himself is here. And he's next on Pipe Drop, which starts now. What's up, people? This your boy, Viper, the man about tech. And welcome back to another episode of Fight Drive. This is the podcast about tech hosted by the man about tech. And tonight we have an Android legend in the building, a longtime tech content creator on YouTube. This dude has over some 400,000 subscribers on the platform. He is Mr. High on Android himself. Let's bring in Max Lee to the building. What's up, Max? How you doing, man? What's up, buddy? How are you, Viper? I'm good. Thank you for joining me tonight. I appreciate you. No, no. Thanks for bringing me on the show. It's great. Remember, I was all complaining. <laughs> I don't know why I would call it complaining, but you did ask me, could you come on the show? I'm like, cool. We Absolutely. We got to have you on here. So, Max. First question I ask every first time guest, what brought you to YouTube? Uh, it was actually a free storage, I think back in uh, 2000. Actually, the first time I heard about it was in college. My my, my roommate was, uh, was, I think, 2003. He was playing with his computer. And he's like, oh, there's this new YouTube thing and people uploading viral videos, right? <laughs> and then a couple of years later, I, I was working for this company. And then um, I, I made it like a... I got a tutorial, but I didn't have anywhere to put it. So I just, you know, I just, I just started uploading using YouTube. But I, you know, back then people weren't using YouTube to make money or you know, it was real small. But yeah, it's basically a free, free file sharing service. Yeah. How about, how about you? Oh, what brought me to YouTube? I mean, I, I watched YouTube for a long time before I became a creator on YouTube. And then one day I just decided, you know what, it's time to throw my hat in the ring. And here we are, some, Two almost three years later. So you you came to YouTube because you want to store some videos on here. Did you ever imagine that you would be on the platform all these years later? Yeah, I think I, th I think so because YouTube is the biggest file sharing uh, video file sharing service. And then you know I I think it, I I thought it was going to actually overtake uh, TV and you know they got YouTube TV now. Everybody everybody watching YouTube, you know so. I mean, YouTube been pretty much overtaking TV. I think I made a video about this two years ago about how YouTube is actually bigger than network television. I mean, YouTube is literally the biggest media network in the world. It's bigger than anything else out there, really. It really is. Yeah, right. Cool, cool. Definitely. So, <laughs> hi on Android. Now, when we talk about starting a YouTube channel these days, we uh, the YouTube gurus always talk about niching down, picking that particular subject area that you become known for. And obviously, yeah. you did that very early on. Because obviously you are the guy to go to for Android tutorials, how to root Android phones, things like that. So how did you uh, decide to go down the Android path? Um, actually, I, I like I really like the open source stuff. So when Android came out, and then you know I, Apple already had an iPhone out, and then you know it's I don't know I just I just like uh, open source stuff. So I was like I thought it was going to be big. So I was just like okay maybe I'll just get into smartphones. You know, I was doing all kind of tech before. My videos were just like making an alarm clock or something. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, but but I'm trying to get away from that. I'm I'm just doing too much Android, so I've, you know, feel like 
I want to just do like skateboard now, you know, skateboard. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw <laughs> you, got, you, got, uh, you got some booster board content on your channel now. So, yeah. so is it that is it just that you're like falling out of love with Android, or is it just that you just want to do more than Android? Yeah, I just want to do something different, you know. Just doing phone all the time is it's it's kind of gets repetitive, you know, because they're not coming out with like new. I mean, I guess they they have the Galaxy Fold. It just sort sort of folds, but I don't know. It's 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 good to have like do a lot of different things. People say you want to niche out, but you see some other channels they do a lot of other things too, you know. So I I think it's I don't know. It's I think it depends on you, but I, I just want to. I just want to branch out to more stuff at yeah, this point. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you've been on the platform for so long, and you have such a big following that you can pretty much do whatever you want now. But people like me that are just starting out, more or less, we can't do that. Otherwise, we'll get chewed up by the algorithm. Well, let me let me take that back. We can't do that if we want to grow a channel. Obviously, if you want to just come on here and have fun and not worry about growing a channel, you can do whatever the hell you want. But yeah. if you want to grow a channel, then obviously you have to focus and niche down on a particular subject area. And like I said, you've been doing Android content for so long that you have earned the right to pretty much do whatever you want because you have the following that will rock with you no matter what. No, no. Sometimes I, I do I'll post, uh, you know, <laughs> other videos and people are like, stick to stick to smartphones. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> sometimes it gets frustrating. You know, people expect like if they seen like smartphone videos and they just only expect you to do smartphones like, you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think I think that's just the way humans are wired, though. I mean, we we yeah. we don't like surprise. We like routine. We're creatures of habit. If we if we know you for something, we want you to stick to that one thing. I mean, right. I, I mean, top A list celebrity gets this all the time. Athlete gets this all the time. Stick to what you do. Blah blah blah. So it's not just you, man. It's like it's just the way humans are wired as a whole. Yeah. Well, it's just plus I don't know YouTube. Yeah, the algorithm thing is true. It's you, you got to really. Focus on your subject, and then you know it helps you, I guess, um, show up uh, on the search results or whatever. But I don't know. It's just always trying to balance. Like, do you want to just target the viewers, or do you want to do what you want to do? You know. So yeah, sometimes it's hard. You know. Yeah, and I mean, you can figure out a way to balance both because some, I mean, as big as you are, I'm pretty sure you can. Uh, you could balance both if you really, if you really got down to the nitty gritty of it all. Because I mean. Like I said, you've been doing it long enough where you've earned that right to do what you want to do, but at the same time, still give your viewers what they came for. I don't know. I, I don't know if I earned the right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, man, when you when you you got almost half a million subscribers on your YouTube channel, I mean, you I mean, you have a lot of diehard fans. I mean, some of them are watching this podcast right now, so you've earned the right to do what you got to do. But I want to yeah. talk about that. Uh, I want to talk about that thing that you're holding in your hand because I believe oh, yeah. the the, uh, the LG V50. Velvet. Uh, Velvet. Oh yeah. Okay, that's the velvet. Okay. So, what do you? Well, how are you yeah. like that device? It seems like you're enjoying it. It's it's not bad. I mean, it's it's sort of similar to the V60, but it's slimmer and uh, you know, obviously, it's you know, it's got a different processor. So I will just play with it. But it's not. I, I wouldn't say I, I actually like the V60 more. Okay. Because it's got a more powerful processor. This sort of like, you know, or even the OnePlus Nord. These are all like, sort of. You know, half-ass processors. <laughs> you know, they're, they're fastest. Uh, they're fastest two-year phones, like Snapdragon. What is it? Eight forty-five is about the same. Right. So I don't know why. I guess. I guess the benefit is that you get better battery life with the five G, but and the price, I guess, lower. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's, you know, people are saying phones are now too fast. We don't need these faster phones. So. <laughs> it could be a good option, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, there are so many phones out there right now. I mean, basically, you have your 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 pick of the litter, more or less. Just, I mean, you can just find whatever device that you rock with the most, and then go that way. Yeah, just I, I just sort of got tired of reviewing every smartphone out there. Just uh, I, nowadays, I just use a few that I really like. You know, I don't even like to review phones too many phones unless they're you know. <laughs> right. No, I, I understand. I mean. Hell, I think smartphones are gotten kind of still. I mean, most of the time they're just rectangular slabs that you yeah. they've been doing for the past ten years or so. So, I think I think uh, I kind of get how you feel because I believe that we've kind of peaked when it comes to smartphone hardware. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if there, I don't know if there's much more that we can. I don't know if there's uh, more that we can do with actual smartphone hardware. I think the next advancement in technology is going to be software like AI and uh, uh, augmented reality things like that. Yeah. What about you? What are you using now? Oh, you, you, know, you know who I am, Mac. You like you're Mr. Higher <laughs> Andre. I am the captain of Team Apple. So you know right here in my hand, I have an iPhone 11 Pro. Oh, Mac, oh. Man, <laughs> oh. You, know, you know who I'm I am. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't, don't act brand new. <laughs> but you also know I got the Galaxy S20 Ultra. Okay. Um, did, have you have you have you got this device? Have you had a chance to play with this device? Yeah, I have an Ultra. Okay, we, we got to talk oh. about why, why do they fall so flat on the camera and the autofocus, man? Because the autofocus on here, still to this day, is not up to par, man. What, what happened there? I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Some they messed up the 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 autofocus mechanism, basically. But but the the regular ultra, no, not the ultra, it's the plus. The plus is okay. Just the ultras kind of sucks. Yeah, I have, yeah. So I have both, and then um, I don't know. Ultra, it's. It's too huge. <laughs> like, who needs a phone that's like, you know? I mean, I, I just, I, it's, it's kind of frustrating to me because the Ultra starts at $1,400 and they marketed it and hyped it up so much about the camera system, that 100 yeah. the 100x time zoom or whatever the case may be. But they couldn't even get the basic fundamentals of the camera light. They're all right, man. They couldn't even get the basic fundamentals of the camera right. What the hell is that? Come on, man. Yeah, I, I think they just, they just, I don't know what they're thinking. And they try to, you know, the, the 100x zoom or whatever, space zoom. It's just like, it's it's not even usable. It's just all digital zoom, you know. Literally, literally. Yeah. That's literally what it is. That's literally what it is, man. Shout out to those of y'all listening on audio only. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bible Drive with me and my man, Matt Lee. I appreciate you guys rocking out each and every episode. If you guys want to follow Max and his content, his information will be down in the show notes. So definitely go check him out. Also, if you guys want to support or donate to the podcast, that information will be down in the show notes. Not required, but anything that you're willing to do, greatly, greatly appreciate it. Also, if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a rating or review as it helps more people discover the podcast. And we're trying to get back into that top 200 of tech podcasts over on Apple Podcasts. So if you happen to be on Apple Podcasts, Please, please leave a rating and review. And thank you for listening to another episode of Vibe Drive. All right, Matt. I got. I want to talk more about that device you're holding in your hand because obviously, um, it. Uh, actually, oh, you don't switch devices on me. Okay. So I want to talk about. I want to go back to the LG V60 Velvet. <laughs> uh, you got it with the uh, the the uh, the dual screen case. So you got the case. They kind of fold, but it's not a foldable in a true sense. But you got the dual screen with the the hinge that folds and things like that. So I'm interested to get your thoughts on that uh, foldable as a whole. Um, how do you like the, the foldable that you have with the hinge? And what are your thoughts on the Galaxy Fold, which is the more natural foldable? 
Uh, I think this is obviously better price. I mean, obviously it's way, you know, it's it's actually less than actually a flagship to, to actually get the dual screen. Right. But the, this or even the LG V60. Um, I mean, it's, I don't really use it too much, but I, th- I think, you know, when I watch Netflix or something, I'll sort of watch it. Or, you know, if you play a lot of games, it can be real helpful, you know, use the down down portion as a controller. Um, I think the, the fold fold is just still needs work. We're just all guinea pigs. If you buy a fold right now, you're just going to pay too much money. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good option for those of you who can't afford a real foldable phone <laughs> or don't want to spend that much money. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Oh, shot fired. Shot right. fired on the podcast. <laughs> ah. Man, firing shots on the podcast. I see you, Max. I see you. I mean, but you're right, though. You're, you're absolutely right. Because we know we expect the Galaxy Fold 2 to be upwards around 2000 probably more, some odd dollars. The original one was $1,980. So we expect the Fold, the actual Fold, to be uber expensive. So when you can get like a uh, 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 semi-foldable like the LG V60 or the LG Velvet. Um, yeah, I mean, you can do that. It won't be a natural foldable, but I mean, you do have dual screens on there, so you can rock out with that if you want to. Right. But, but you know, another thing is like, why am I paying $2,000 twice more for a foldable phone when I can just unlock my phone like this? Why, why do I want to take it out, take another three seconds to open my phone and use it, you know? It sort of goes backwards in a way, so it's if you're if you're a practical person, you might actually be like, why why the hell am I paying so I can make the phone foldable? <laughs> you, know? you know what? You know I I've asked myself this question and I still have not come up with an answer. I I kind of feel like you do. I don't know if uh, folding phones is very practical yet. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously the premise right now is to take a regular phone and fold it out into a tablet form factor. Now I have an iPhone 11 Pro Max. I have an iPad Pro. They both do their own independent functions very well. I don't really need to merge them into one device, which can't do like the individual functionality of those two devices. Probably as good as those devices can do it individually. Like if I have a folding Apple device, right? It's probably not going to be a good iPhone as the regular iPhone. And if I fold it out, it's not going to be as good of an iPad as a regular iPad is. So I don't know if there's like a problem that exists that folding phone can solve. I mean, I guess if you want to have like a bigger form factor and make it more compact, then maybe, but you kind of you kind of get cheated on functionality when you uh, we try to compact the form factor to make it more uh, portable and things like that. So I don't really know if foldables are practical, and I don't really think, I don't really think that they're the future. But I mean, they're the right now, and it's nice to see something different, like you were saying earlier, because for the last ten years we've been used to this slab of glass. So I mean, the foldables are the new thing; they're the they're the it thing right now. So I mean, I guess that's where we're at. Yeah, I, I was just wait till a few years when it's the price comes down. And I'm sure Apple will make foldable phones too, you know, when the price comes down. <laughs> but Samsung's the one, you know, spending all the money for for whatever. Hopefully, hopefully they, they're not gonna like patent everything and make it like, <laughs> you know? Oh, mm-hmm. people will copy it anyway. So Oh yeah. I think it's just a start. But I wouldn't buy a foldable phone right now. It's it's just too expensive, you know. It just doesn't make sense. Like <laughs> you could buy you could buy a regular phone. And then buy a tablet. It's still cheaper, better there, functionality. There you go. You know? There you go. You are yeah. absolutely right. You could buy a regular phone, have a tablet, and then boom, there you go. You don't. You don't need. You don't need to put all the money on a foldable. You are absolutely right about that. <laughs> so, your channel name used to be high on Android. 
Now, I mean, I guess anybody with half a brain could figure out how you came up with the name, but just tell the story anyway for how you came up with that name. No, it's uh back in college, we you know we used to get high a lot. <laughs> that's what, that's ah. what American college kids oh, do. Right? Wow. <laughs> uh, but uh, that's that's not why I named it. But I was just looking for a name, and I was like, okay, let's get high on Android. You know? <laughs> I mean that, that it is clever though. It's very very clever. So yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not about actually getting high, but it's right. getting high on Android. You know, so it's like sort of a. More positive. Well, they're both positive, you know, just getting high. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with getting high you. on something, you know, like. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, but that's kind of cool, though, because, I mean, that shows that enthusiasm that you have for Android. But speaking of your enthusiasm for Android, why are you so pro Android? And you're like, I don't even know if you even. What's up with that? What you got to add to iPhone? No, because I'm always about open source, and you know, Apple's not about open source. You know, the reason why you have one iPhone per year, fuel. You know, there's no other. Yeah, you know, there's no competition. So Apple just, you know, they're steadily improving, but they're not really trying new things. And then you look at Android, and you see that because it's open source, everybody can make a phone. Now we have people are competing. Like they're making like different types of phones, so you see a lot more selection. You know. So, but I'm just all about uh, open source, you know, because Apple's not about open source. They're, they're the opposite. They try to close down everything. So, Okay, okay. So let's talk about open source. I mean, open source is awesome because, like you said, that allows uh, these different manufacturers to take the code and manipulate it to however they see fit. That's why we have Galaxy devices. That's why we have OnePlus devices. That's why, that's why we have Pixels. That's why we have LG, Huawei, et cetera, et cetera. But don't you worry, Max, about how fragmented Android has become because of the open source and the way it's run? Uh, well, it's, it depends. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it because it's open source and, you know, you can install custom ROM or, you know, you can buy. Uh, there's just a lot of a lot more choices. And then the, the open source is good because uh, now people in colleges, I think college classes or even high schools are using Android to study about phones. Because you can root it and do all this stuff to the code, but but with Apple, you can still do it, but it's not the same. Like you can't get to the system level. So it's for I'm just looking at it big. Like, am I supporting the world of you know code and open source? Because I'm a you know at the end of the day, I'm I'm still like a programmer. You know, <laughs> I love how yeah. you try to deflect from my original question. I didn't ask you about any of that. I didn't oh, ask okay. you. About that. I asked you about the fragmentation of Android. <laughs> Don't try to go here and do the question back, please. I see what you're doing. Answer the question, Matt. Answer the question. Come on, man. Fragmentation. So that's actually not a bad thing. There's good things and bad things about it. Um, so, so sometimes the different versions can have compatibility issues, but you know it's part of part of sort of Google's fault. That, but at the same time, you look at Apple. Like, if you, I updated my mo mom's old iPhone one time. From like I don't know, it's like an iPhone four or five or something, and I upgraded to the latest software after a few years, and then as soon as I updated, everything just crawled to like nothing. So there's there's problems with having it not fragmented too. That means when you make new technology, new code, and then you you know you want to implement like let's say face recognition in 2018, and then the old old code doesn't have it. Maybe it's not inefficient inefficient to keep it. The same, so I, I think 
I'm not too worried. I mean, it's nothing's really breaking with fragmentation. You know. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a, that's an interesting that's an interesting way to look at it. But I mean, but due to Android fragmentation, it kind of halted um, the adoptability of uh, new Android OS updates. Like, how many people of all the Android phones that are out there right now? How much? How much of a percentage is actually on Android ten right now? Probably less than fifteen percent. I I gather. That is that is a problem. Like you have like older LG or Samsung, they stop updating. Like I think like the Note Five, for example, it, it hasn't updated since Android six or seven or whatever. But but at the same time, that's good because you're not you know putting a bunch of new code on really old processors. There there's not going to be compatible anyways. It's you know. So in that ways, it could be better. So basically, what you're yeah. saying is that if you want to, if people want to keep their Android phone for two to four years, they don't get they they ask out after a few years because they won't get no more security updates because their phone is out of compliance. Is that what you're saying, basically? What's going on, man? No, just get a new phone. Like this is six seven year old. Like why are you using a six seven year old phone anyway? You know what the hell's wrong with you? You know <laughs> who's using a six what? or seven year old phone right now? Well, you don't know how this. many people are out there with iPhone sixes and six sixes right now. Are you kidding me? People hang on to these phones. <laughs> okay, I mean, I think I I think three to four years, maybe maybe okay, but I think once you reach fifth or sixth year, your phone's gonna be so out of date. You're gonna be taking selfies, and people are gonna be like make fun of you, like what are you five year old iPhone, bro? <laughs> you're, you're like taking photos in like you know. Yeah. You gotta remember back that me and you we're like the hardcore tech nerds, so we probably get like new phones like every year or every other year. But there are some regular non-techie people out here that keep their phone three, four, five years five, and they can okay. be taken care of, man. Well, even even before Android, I I had I I would switch phones at least once a year. I, I'm, you know, maybe maybe I think two years is the most, unless you want to. I guess there are people that you know that don't really care about tech; they just want to use it for a phone. That's fine too. Then you can get a flip phone. I mean, you know, those people don't even need to bother with smartphones these days. So you get better battery life with a flip phone. Come on, man. You know, you know, you know how well you know what our boy Floss says about the Floss battery. You walk around, so you run up in a, a bar, you show up at a bar, Matt, and you put a flip phone on the table. You ain't kicking you out the bar, bro. What are you talking about, man? It can be more secure. Like if, if you're into like shady stuff, I mean, you know, all the, you know, the narcos and stuff, they probably use a flip phone, you know? You know, they, that, that, like, they have that like airtight security or whatever, or just like, yeah. Hey, Hancock, you know it's about the phone where they nobody can look at that. Nobody can look at that stuff. So if, if if you're not doing something online like you and me, then you know if I wasn't doing online, then I, I would just try to hide everything. Like I, I wouldn't want to have a. You know, I mean, there's people that are super old style. They don't really need a smartphone because yeah, it's it's gonna make them just. Like, why do they want to like do do that? You know, <laughs> they can <laughs> not have to do that. So it's it's it's. The technology is good that we can do all this on our phone, but at the same time, I think you look at our kids and stuff, it's just too much doing this, you know, all day. And I, I don't know, it's, you know, there's different type of people, I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I mean, I mean, they're like, they're, I mean, we got different generations out there and they have like their different ideologies about how they feel about technology. Me and you were more tuned into technology and the way it works. And the, 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 the more older seasoned folk, you know, they don't really care that much about technology. They just want something that works and they can rock with that. I mean, that's just, that's just the way it is. And then there, there's people like my my daughter. He, she, she, you know, I changed her phone a few years ago. 
but she won't let me because she has all the, her games and stuff. Mm. There are people that just put their whole life in the phone, <laughs> their game levels and stuff. Right. They can't, they can't upgrade because they need to hold on to their levels unless, I mean, there are certain ways to move it, but, you know, sometimes sometimes you can't, then you're just stuck, you know. Definitely. All right, so I want to talk about something that's kind of near and dear to you. Um, back in my back in my my younger day, probably like maybe like ten years or so ago, I used um actually my first like iOS or Android. I had an Android before, long before I even had an iPhone because I'm, I'm on Verizon, and Verizon didn't even get iPhones until 2011 with the iPhone 4. So before I ever had an iPhone, I had the Droid X. I had a few other ones. I oh I had the uh, HTC Thunderbolt. I had the Droid Bionic, and I used to root those phones. Oh but, yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Right, right, right. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think with the way phones work and how far we've come right here in 2020, I don't really feel the need to root my phones anymore. I mean, obviously, like I said, I have the S20 Ultra, but I don't really feel the need to root phones. Now, I know you just did a video a couple of months ago on your channel about what phones are the easiest to root. Do, but I guess my question to you is, do you still feel like in 2020 there still is a need to root your Android, given how advanced they are? Um, yeah, I mean, if, if you, you know, the nowadays more, more people who root are who need like special applications. Like you have a special, for example, let's say like you have a gaming, you know, one of those gaming controllers, you right. can, you can enable certain features, uh, without root, but that means you have to like connect a, a special connector or something. But when you have root, you don't have to bother with that. It just works. So there's certain apps that need system basically access. Um, like a lot of hacking, game hacking apps, and or, or maybe you're a developer of an app, then you'll want to root access to see, you know, have full system access. So it's it's really a niche, like people who want to get certain things done and rooting helps them do it. Um, and then also for me, like I, I, I can install, like if I have a, uh, like old Samsung phones, I can still upgrade it to Android 10. With custom ROM, but Samsung started updating since like Android seven or eight. Right, right. Okay, it's, it's just useful if you have the use for it. Yeah, it's it's just like having a car and have being able to open up the engine compartment and do what you want to do do with it. Yeah, and I think that's one of the beautiful things about Android that you can have that root ability. Although you can jailbreak on iPhone, but I think you get a lot more customization and flexibility rooting an Android phone and dealing with that. Um, so if Grizzard is out here in the chat, I can do people still really root. I guess they do. Um, there are people out there that still root phones, believe it or not, even in 2020. Yeah, a lot of kids do. Like a lot of kids, they absolutely need the Fortnite hacks or the the PUBG hacks <laughs> or Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah, people love cheating. You know, cheating is just part of. Oh, human yeah. Life. Oh God, we we know we know. <laughs> so in in that video that you made two months ago, um, you said that the OnePlus phones and the Pixel phones are the easiest to root. Oh yeah, um, the OnePlus and the uh, and also, they don't void the warranty. Or, or Xiaomi phones are pretty good, too. Now, I, I think I know the answer, but I'll have you explain it since you're more into rooting than I am. What makes the OnePlus and Pixel phone easier to root than, like, a Samsung or a Huawei or any other phone? So, Samsung is is uh, not been... it's it, They did their own thing, so it's not designed to root, even the un international route. Oh, that's right. Um, got there. That's right. <laughs> yeah, whereas OnePlus and, you know, Pixels are designed so you can easily root. They have instructions on how to do it uh whereas like you know other manufacturers like samsung all the u.s phones have lock bootloaders so you can't really root it oh, that's right you know? that's right yeah yeah all the lg phones in the u.s you can't really root it anyway um 
Yeah, but but uh, I don't know why why same companies like Samsung, LG, they they should. That's one of the original Android features that you could have full system admin. But they try to blame it on security. But you know, it just it's just worse for the users because you have less choices now. Yeah, I think I think um, I, it's kind of funny because there seems to be like some like this role reversal going on between iOS and Android. I feel like iOS is trying to become more like Android. I think you know, let, let me take that back. I feel like iOS is trying to become more open like Android, and Android is trying to become more closed like iOS. It's kind of weird what's happening here lately, but that's, what, that's yeah. what's happening. But I, I actually rather would have seen, you know, they had the Palm Pre, which actually ran full Linux, whereas Android is a fork of Linux. I wish I wish Palm Pre was around, then we would have like a, a true open source one because Android's still not like really one hundred open source. They still have to, you know, people companies have to still pay some some fees or whatever. Yeah, I think there's like a group of companies that own Android or own open source the open source project. I think it's like Google, Samsung, LG, and some other companies that I think Sony's a part of that. I think they are there's like a group of companies that own the open source yeah. uh, project or whatever, something like that. So yeah, interesting. It's it's just a mess. Android became sort of a. It's good at the same time. It's a big mess. You know, Apple's maybe not a big mess, but it's it's you know Apple. Then now you're stuck with really high prices, less election. <laughs> Listen, man. That that while that might be true, yeah. nobody can take anything away from the Apple ecosystem because there's nothing like it on Android. Android still had to figure it out. I don't know, but if you don't use it, like, what do you absolutely need to use uh, Apple for? Like, you know, just like, listen, man, if you own multiple Apple devices, there is nothing like the ecosystem. I mean, I mean, especially for creators, man, we got, we got iMessage, we got AirDrop. I mean, we got iCloud and all these other things. Not saying that Android doesn't have so many things. They have like cloud services and things like that too. But there is just something about using, like when you own multiple Apple devices, how they work seamlessly together to make that user experience like just, Something that just does not exist anywhere else, and like I said, there's yeah. nothing even only close on Android. Google Drive, it's the same thing, right? <laughs> no, no, about I mean, not, not really. Uh, no, 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 not not quite. See, the other thing, the other thing about iOS being closed is that Apple controls everything from hardware to software, so it kind of makes everything a little tighter and easier to operate, especially when you're in the when that uh when you're in that ecosystem. Uh, with uh, everybody doing their own thing on Android, it kind of makes it more convoluted to get. Uh, similar things done that you would get done in the Apple ecosystem. Not saying that you can't do them on Android, but Google Drive, you can't compare Google Drive to iCloud. No, no, no. Well, I'm, I'm not really too into the cloud stuff because, you know, anytime your your personal stuff is being uploaded to a cloud, period, it's it's just you're exposing your your data to, to hackers. I mean, if it does get hacked, then your data is going to get, you know, hacked. Whereas that's why I don't even like using cloud, so I have everything... I use FTP. <laughs> okay, okay. I have my own FTP server, so I don't know. If you're really worried about security, I, I wouldn't use iCloud anyway. You know, even if you use the app a little bit. But I think it's very convenient for everyday people that are not into tech. You know, that you could just—it's it just makes it easy. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, iCloud it comes in clutch when I'm changing iPhones every year. I mean, I can. Drop down all my data from iCloud right right onto my new iPhone. And I'm good to go. I mean, I think you could do something similar on Android, but it's not as seamless as just doing it with iCloud. So I mean, I mean, but again, I'm not trying to say that iOS is better than Android because Android has its advantages over iOS too. But yeah, man, that ecosystem is something else. A beat. Yeah, just uh, if I guess I guess 
I guess it can help, but you know, I'm just saying like they relying on cloud. It just it's just fundamentally it's just not good for security. Just if you have anything that's serious, like let's say you have like a Bitcoin wallet or something, <laughs> I would not use cloud because people can people can hack cloud. That's the thing. It's it's not it's 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 hackable. No, no, you're you're yeah. absolutely right. If you don't have something physically on your person under lock and key, where you're the only person that has the key. You can be hacked and you will be hacked. I mean, good Lord. How many hacks have we heard about over the past 10 years from Equifax to Target to Chase? I mean, everybody's been hacked. Nothing is safe. And nothing is safe, Matt, because, because all these security measures are denied by human beings who are inherently flawed. So there's always going to be a vulnerability. And I'm not even talking about I didn't even get into the whole corruption and things like that, like what happened with Twitter this past week with the, some employee giving some hackers the back door into the Twitter directory and all that crap. But yeah, I mean... As long as the internet is as long as the internet is made by human beings, there will always be a vulnerability uh, open to hack. It's just a, it's just the way it is. Yeah, but I, I think the they're gonna you know the Bitcoin technology, the blockchain technology, it's gonna eventually make that safe too. But right now, basically, a cloud server is basically some server keeping your data, you know, and that server is is just hanging somewhere in the internet. And if hackers decide to hack it, they can hack it. There's no, you know, it's, it's it's just very, you know, but but later on we will have blockchain technology that, you know, then it's unhackable. Then you'll need a lot of power. So, mm, yeah, be interesting. Yeah. so I'm curious to get your thoughts on something that I've heard that is, that is uh, in the work with Samsung over on the Android side here. We, we both know that right now Qualcomm and the Snapdragon CPUs are dominating the Android side, at least here in North America. If you're not North America, you have other options, but not that many, but you have options. But here in North America, it's all about Qualcomm, Snapdragon, this, Snapdragon, that. Apparently, I've heard that Snapdra uh, Samsung is trying to move away from the Snapdragon CPU. I think they're trying to work with AMD to make their own chip. Now, we know that Samsung uh, currently makes the Exynos chip, but those have been kind of lacking in comparison to their Snapdragon counterparts lately. So, Mac, what do you think about Samsung trying to uh, work with AMD to come up with their own chip to try to break away from that Qualcomm chain, man? Uh, I think they're... If they can, that's fine. But they 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 kept they were gonna try do that a few years back with the Exynos, Exynos. <laughs> um, but uh, the problem was they couldn't make enough of it. Like they they couldn't you know they couldn't make enough Exynos chips. So that's why that's part of the reason why they went back to using Qualcomm for you uh, North America. But yeah, I think the same thing could happen. It's not that they could you know they can make these chips, but they 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 can't make enough of them. Um, so I don't know, but I, I think it's good to have Qualcomm around, you know, have a third party, you know, if it's all Samsung, then it, I don't know, it just, it's going to be less competition, you know? Yeah. I mean, but, but Qualcomm not going anywhere, going nowhere at all. Obviously. I mean, Qualcomm is the predominant chip manufacturer on Android here in North America. I just think that Samsung wants to kind of break off their alliance for Qualcomm for their own thing. I think mostly all the other Android manufacturers like Google and, and LG and Sony and Huawei and all of them. They're still going to stick with Qualcomm, uh, Qualcomm anyway. Well, I see the Huawei using drone chips. But um, yeah, most of the Android manufacturers not named Samsung here in North America, they're going to use Qualcomm because that's what they use anyway. But I just think it's interesting that Samsung is trying to break away from Qualcomm and do their own thing with AMD. So it'll be interesting to see if that actually comes to fruition anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, they've, they've been trying a bunch of times. You know, they even had their Tizen OS, whatever. I think they still use it for the phones, uh, the watches or whatever, but um yeah. i don't know I, I think it's better to use qualcomm because for compatibility once you know once you have new chip then you have to 
you know, some apps might not. You, the system code you have to change, and it's better to have one 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 real popular chip. Then it's everything's more compatible, you know. Yeah, yeah, you got that uh that uniformity is definitely key, no doubt. Yeah. What? So oh. where are you where are you at again? Um, you're in the Midwest. Yes, sir. I am in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. Oh, how's how's Chicago? That I heard there's a bunch of people die, right? Yeah, it's a little crazy out here. It's like the Wild Wild West lately, but um, unfortunately, that is typical Chicago. People getting shot all the time. Are you in the? Are you in this? Uh, the city in 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 the city, or are you in like sort of this? I'm in sort of the suburb. Yeah, the suburb of Chicago. Okay, I I don't know where I just been to Chicago one time by the, oh, okay. the lake over there. Yeah, right. Gotcha. All right, so now let's have a little fun. Uh, obviously, you are close friends with my dude, Flossie Carter. So I'm curious about how you and Flossie met because you guys have a tight relationship. Uh, yeah, I just I just met him online and like I think he was had a problem with his phone, so he was, I saw your video, man. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he hit me up first or something, and then later I'll, you know, one time I was going to the the show in uh, Spain for for the you know the tech show. Every year, and then on the way back, I stopped and 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 uh, we hung out. And, you know, Flossy and I have real similar, you know, background. <laughs> and we're like sort of older, you know. I'm I'm like forty, and I think he's almost like fifty now. But we're sort of from the past. <laughs> we grew up with technology, so it's like kind of um, do the same things, and you know. I mean, I, I remember watching you guys at CEF make those rush hour videos, man. Those rush hour videos were epic, man. They were epic, man. <laughs> yeah, they were. They were really good in the beginning, and then we just every time we did it, we just got morphed up, more. <laughs> and then by the end, we we're just not even making videos. We we're just getting hammered. <laughs> so it's hard to make those videos because you know, having trying to have fun, like not make videos, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But well, we got to talk about that Korean barbecue. And I know you're a big proponent of Korean barbecue. I've never had it. So you talk to me about how good that Korean barbecue is. And I hear you guys oh, talking about yeah. it all the time, man. You have to go, uh, if you want to really experience it, go to a really nice Korean barbecue restaurant. Like, I will, you know, one of the hip, like Las Vegas has a, a lot of the new newest hip ones. They're, they're, they're all popping up in Las Vegas right now. But I'm, I'm sure uh, oh, uh, in Chicago, there's, yeah, there should be a bunch of really bomb places in Chicago. Just go look up on Yelp and try try one of the the five star ones or four and a half stars. Don't go to the crappy ones. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not. I mean, super expensive either. Korean food is not cheapest, but it's it's just gonna be like you know, it's 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 a pretty. I don't know. It's a, it's just sort of it's good food. You got a lot of vegetables, um, a lot of side dishes. You should go sure. try it next time in Vegas. I don't know if we're. Oh, yo, are you going to Vegas this year? No, no, no. No, I mean, I mean, it's funny because I think they're still having the uh, <laughs> crazily enough. But uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, yeah, I I don't know when I'll be able to go out and try anything with what's going on in the world right now. It's just it's all messed up. Yeah how how's uh how's your uh, neighborhood? It's no like it's okay. It's pretty quiet over there. Or? Yeah, it's it, it pretty quiet here for the no part. Uh, for the most part, I mean, obviously in Chicago you got protests and they were uh they were going crazy about a month ago. <laughs> When uh, when, unfortunately, when Greg Floyd uh lost his life to the the cop, though that was just a madhouse. But um, uh, yeah, man. Um, 
I mean, you got crazy people out here. You got people out here not wearing masks. You got people out here wearing a mask below their nose. It's just, it's just it's bananas <laughs> out here, man. It's craziness. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I just wish this COVID thing was over. It's just sometimes it's just, <laughs> you know, yeah, you can't yeah, go anywhere. Yeah. Like. It's, it's crazy. I mean, I don't mind being home. I mean, I like I, I can work from home. Luckily, I have a job that allows me to work from home. So, I mean, it kind of saves me money working from home, man. But yeah, this, 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 these people out here and their reaction to COVID and they're, they're not really taking it seriously enough. And it's just, I mean, we're going to be on lockdown for a while because people aren't doing what they're supposed to do. Yeah. All right. So question for you. Um, are you a gamer? Uh, I used to be a gamer, like a heavy gamer. That's how I got into computers. But now, pff, I, you know, when I was little, I played games like all day, all night. My mama will have to yell me, yell at me at 2 a.m. Like, go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I think one time she actually threw my PC out. <laughs> She's like, destroyed oh. it, you know? Like, yeah. So do you plan on getting any of these uh, next-gen consoles? No, but I don't play games nowadays. Uh. Not too much because... I'm just I just have a really addictive personality. So once I, if I get hooked with a game, I I might not get anything else done. It's like uh but I did so much when I was little. That's that's why, you know. I don't know, maybe maybe I sometimes I play some a few games like really old games, I'll, you know, they pop, pop up on the Play Store sometimes. Yeah. You know. Okay. Okay. I got you. So, Mr. Hyo Android, given all the Android phones that you've used throughout your time, what would you say is your favorite Android device that you've ever used? My favorite? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, damn, that was a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I just think there's no perfect phone. <laughs> I'm always okay. thinking, okay. You know? What is your favorite Android that's out right now? <clears throat> I think the Pixel's nice. I like I like the Pixel. You know, if you wanna if you want really good photos. Oh yeah. Uh, videos are pretty decent, um, and plus, plus the the fact that you can root and lose all this stuff. <laughs> I, I I think I like the Google. Google's my favorite because it's the original. I mean, but there's a lot of good choices. Yeah. Yeah. How about, how, how about you? Oh, let me guess. <laughs> iPhone. No, no. no. <laughs> if we're talking about my favorite Android, oh, yeah. <laughs> Samsung. Always Samsung, man. Samsung, Listen, yeah. man. I got the OnePlus 7 Pro last year, and I was bored within three weeks. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a good phone. It's a, a nice device. But once you get past the fluidity of Oxygen OS, there's nothing there. There's no features, no no builds, no wisdoms. I'm, I got bored, Matt. I literally got bored. Oh, uh, yeah. Samsung's solid, too. I mean, it's it's real solid, you know. Samsung's probably real solid. But but I, I just feel like they're just overcharging. Just, they should be mass producing and make them cheaper. But the more people buy Samsung... The more they raise the prices, like, how does that work? <laughs> I don't know because it's not like these Galaxy phones are like selling out of the park. I mean, they're I guess they're selling decently, but like you said, their sales have been declining, but they're raising the prices. I'm like, what are you doing, Samsung? This is this is the wrong way to go. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I actually liked uh, when when Google used to sell the old Nexus phones, and they they would actually sell it for way cheaper than flagships. Mm-hmm. And then Google got away from that too. They're they're overcharging their phones. Look at you know even the Pixel Four because they come out with it end of the year. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Ooh, I got I got an interesting question for you. Are you familiar with the uh, Saturday Night Tech fights that have been happening recently? Uh Saturday Night what? Saturday Night Tech fight. Oh, tech fight? Yeah. No, no. You've been doing the tech fights? Oh, uh, well, I did one like a few months ago, but like um, I think this weekend it's gonna be a tech fight. Um. 
uh, the YouTube channel called Saturday Night Tech Bites, and they're like live tech oh, bites. Okay. <laughs> and it's crazy. Oh, um, really? <laughs> I oh, need to get oh, in yeah. there. Oh yeah, they got they got judges. They they got they got they got debaters. I mean, this stuff is wild, man. You should check it out one time, man. Cool. If you're not doing nothing Saturday night, you should check it out, man. It's crazy. Nice. I'll but, check it out. Definitely. But one of the questions on one of the recent tech fights was that uh I think the question was should Android OEM be forced to uh run stock Android on all their phones? So I'm curious, oh. curious to get your thoughts on whether or not you think uh Android OEM should be made to run stock Android on all their phones. I think that would be great to have an but have an option. So like let's say I want to run stock Android on my Samsung phone, then I can just install this program and it switches it. So you have an option. That way you actually get two phones in one, two two oh. operating systems. But these manufacturers missing out, they're like, oh, we're gonna keep this pro proprietary and then and then people don't like it and they can't go back to regular Android. So I think it's actually gonna actually help them sell more of their phones. Because people, some people refuse to use like Samsung UI or LG UI or Oxygen, but oh. then they can go back to you know. That, that would be something. I mean, I I don't see any reason why they couldn't do that either. But yeah, that'd be cool. Like you just have to have yeah. one version of the phone that has like your Samsung One UI, and then and then another mode in there that allows you to run stock Android. That would that would be interesting. Oh yeah, they, I mean, could, they could even let all the old phones to do it. Then then now people can run stock Android and update their old Samsung phone to. <laughs> you know, that's why these people don't think they, we got like numb nuts with you know, <laughs> P5's brain running Samsung. You know, that's the problem. They don't they don't think about this could actually make their you know product more popular, you know. But they try to protect their, you know, technology or whatever, and it's mm -hmm. it's going backwards on. But yeah. we know that there used to be Google Play editions of these phones, so it's not like it hasn't been done before. But I don't like that that would be pretty interesting. They could do like a, a dual boot mode where you could like Either boot to Samsung One UI or boot to stock Android. That would that would be crazy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Just that would that would be like an alt. That would be like making your Android phone worth another hundred, two hundred bucks. Yeah, and you can install on the old phone. Oh my god, you know that's a billion dollar idea we just thought of. Whew. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be cool, man. That that that's interesting. That I mean, yeah, that. And yeah, that that hasn't really been done before. I don't think so. Yeah, that would, that would be cool. You that could totally cool. do it. Like this yeah. is already open source, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can definitely do it. You. They, I mean, I, I don't think any reason why you couldn't do it. I mean, well, already... with the Samsung phones, you know what we used to do is I would install the Samsung custom ROM, and then I get tired of it, so I install Google, you know, AOSP ROM. Mm -hmm. So you people can already do it, you know, but it just requires a lot more. You know, uh, actual rooting. Yeah, I mean, or, I mean, on these newer Samsung phones, you got the Cure folder, which pretty much makes you gives you a completely different phone. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely doable. And we yeah. know that uh, we know that Huawei has the famous stop protection. So, you know, it's doable. It's definitely doable. Yeah, <laughs> got that stop protection, man. You can, it's doable, baby. It's doable. So, are there any devices that you're looking forward to for the rest of 2020? Uh, I'm looking for the new Pixels, but I've, I've, I'm hoping it doesn't have the 765. G has a the new faster Snapdragon what eight seventy five now? Uh, think the about next one. Yeah, one, yeah. No, that's current currently eight sixty five, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The current one's eight sixty five, right? Yep. Eight seventy five. Okay. Well, that won't be that won't be till next year, Mac. <laughs> Is it? No, no. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Pixel four will have eight sixty five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just uh, just. I'm just waiting for the perfect phone, I guess. Every year, but not happening yet. 
Keep waiting. No, no, Luca. I, I mentioned that, Luca. I said that the Google Play editions have been done, but those are just stock Android. Those didn't have like a dual boot mode where you could like use stock Android one time and then use like Samsung One UI the next or another time. Um, those are just uh, basic stock Android phones. So the Google, uh, while the Google Play edition exists and has been done before, what me and Matt are talking about is something totally different from Google Play edition. So I know I, I mentioned that that has been done, but that's something different from what we're talking about. We're talking about a hybrid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just basically having two two OS, you know. Yeah, basically you have a phone with two OS and literally. So yeah, that 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 would definitely be legit, man. That would that would be legit. So I know you said you want to ask me some questions. Do you have any questions for me before we get out of here? Oh, why is it Viper? Why is I it right. pretty wise? I just um like... all right. So basically, uh when I was growing up, I used to watch WWE. Uh and okay. my favorite wrestler who's still wrestling today is name his name is Randy Orton. And his nickname is the Viper. Now, as the why is why three Y? It's three Y because Viper, the regular spelling with the I, was taken. Of course, Viper uh, okay. was taken. Of course, Viper with two Y was taken. So I had to go uh, three Y back. Three. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay, cool. So that's why Viper with three Ys. Yep. So what are you what are you doing now for a regular job? If I you don't in, mind me uh, I work in IT. IT. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, IT by day, tech creator by night, pretty much. Cool, cool. Yeah, I used to do that like when I first started out and just moonlight. I'll just make videos or, or I used to actually blog. That's how I got started. I just blog at night after work. You know? Oh, nice. Okay, nice. But Max Lee, great conversation, man. Thank you for joining. Yeah. Me. Appreciate you. Thanks for thanks for inviting me. You know, it's fun. We'll do this again. You know. No doubt, no doubt. Before yeah. we get out of here, let the people know where they can find you. Oh yeah, Max Lee, Max Lee on YouTube, <laughs> or you can hit me up uh, uh, Zedo Max on on Twitter, Z E D O M A X. There you go, baby. There you go. But there's another guy, Max Enley. So when I you type Max that. Lee, the, these guys used to like show up at the last, and then now they show up first. I'm like, <laughs> Max Enley. <laughs> these people are like different. They 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 make videos about their. Uh, I don't know. Are they living in a van or something? Yeah, I thought. I'm like, wait a minute. Who are these imposters? That's not Max Lee. <laughs> yeah, so there's a Max Hanley, and then there's Max Lee. If you see a guy like, if you see a logo like this, some guy holding a phone, then that's me. <laughs> look, look for the dude holding the phone. Look for the man holding the phone. You get yeah. to go. Shout out to those of y'all that are listening on audio only. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bike Job with me and my man Max Lee. Appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode. If you want to go check out matching content, his info will be in the show notes. Definitely go give him a look. He is worth your time, especially if you're interested in Android and rooting and robbing and all that good stuff. Check him out. Also, if you want to support the podcast or donate, those links will be down in the show notes as well. Not required, but anything that you're willing to contribute, greatly, greatly appreciate it. So thank you guys for rocking out. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving a rating or review so we can have more people discover the podcast get back into the top 200 of tech podcasts on Apple Podcasts and do all that good stuff. So thank you guys for listening to another episode on audio. I appreciate you guys rocking out each and every week. But until the next time, people, this your boy Viper, the man about tech. This boy, your boy Max Lee, the man about tech too. <laughs> what he said. You know where to find me. You know where to find me. Omar.